It's the Lost Years Pod. Lost Years Pod. Running through this show called Boy Meets World is what we're doing. Sit and tell your friends who will always stand by you. It's the Lost Years Pod. Hello and welcome to The Lost Years, a retrospective fan cast. I'm Sid. I'm Tay. And welcome to episode 14? 14? 13? 14. Maybe? We don't actually know. We're going to say 14, and whatever it ends up being is the episode you're listening to. (laughs) Yeah, it's our 14th episode. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. How Uh, are you? I'm I'm doing fine. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. How are you? (laughs) Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Today was, today was a little... They shot off the water in my building today. Oh, and so no. for most of the day, I couldn't eat... Like, I woke up and I was like, how am I going to brush my teeth? Oh, no. <laughs> but I figured it out. It was fine. And it, it came back on way earlier than expected, which was nice. Well, that's that's really good. Yeah. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Thanks. I think we should drop this in at the beginning, but we have some news. Yeah. <laughs> we have been so lucky to be picked up by the Scavengers Network. Woo! Uh, Hold for applause. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) We're on a podcast network. What is happening? Um, Yeah. We'll talk about it a little more at the end, but um, just like a real quick rundown of the Scavengers Network. Their goal is to curate and showcase new artists of music, art, games, food, podcasts, and more through a network of original content. Um... I aim to be a community of creators that will be the only rabbit hole you'll ever need. And yeah, talk about them more at the end. But Just so excited. We're very excited. <laughs> like it's still can't cool. Still can't believe that it's like a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at the time that this episode's coming out, it's been like a couple weeks that we've just been sitting on. And it's just yeah, nice, that's true. Nice to finally that's say true. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very exciting. It's very exciting. I think that's, I think that's, that's all, that's all the news we have at the top of the show. So what are you nostalgic for this week, Sid? Oh, goodness. Uh, airport bars. Ooh. I a used good to one. do this all the time yeah. <laughs> before everything. Uh, and I was just thinking about, like, recently just thinking about how much I missed that because mm-hmm. there was a time... When I was even, like, flying from Grand Rapids to Florida, and I had a layover in Atlanta, and uh, it was, like, an hour layover, and I, it was, like, nine in the morning, which is really fun, um, because <laughs> airport bars have, like, no hours. <laughs> yeah. So, um... It's five o'clock somewhere in an airport. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I snuck my way into a seat at the bar. It was really full, which is crazy now to even think about. Um, yeah. And, like, I met... I met people that I would never meet again. And we're all just hanging at the bar. Like, one person was flying to China from there. The other person was flying to Maine to go to a cousin's wedding. And I was like, I'm going to go hang on the beach. And we were all just (laughs) hanging and we had a drink. And it was just really pleasant. And I missed that because I haven't seen many people in that way. (laughs) It's just, like, random hanging out. Um, But, yeah, I miss miss just hanging in an airport bar a lot. I couldn't well part of it is that like I very rarely am on a plane 
with a layover in which I have, like, time to kill. The mm-hmm. only time I ever drank in an airport was uh, my trip to New York in 2017. My flight got rerouted to New Jersey, like, literally an hour outside of New York to this dinky little New Jersey airport that literally the terminal was like, you could walk the whole thing in like two minutes. (laughs) Like it was very small. There was only one plane like company that was flying out of that airport and they wouldn't let us leave. They were like, we don't have any information. They won't let us go. Like the latest we can fly out is this time and we'll tell you if we're able to blah, 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 like all this stuff. And so when they, they pulled everybody off the plane for like however long we were delayed, I was like, very upset because I wanted to be in New York. And so I just went and, and got a, like a cider at the bar and I got a little drunk because I hadn't eaten anything and it was, it was rough. Um, but you know, yeah, that's the only time I've ever, I never get to an airport like early enough that I have time to drink. See, that's kind of what I would do too, is I would get there early enough just to be like, you know, I'm not... I'm not driving really anywhere whenever I go places. So if I drink now, I'm also going to be in the air. I'm on vacation. And like, yeah. I mean, that was my whole thing in the morning, too. Yeah. I was like, uh, my parents are picking me up. I'm not doing anything. Like, I am I am on vacation now. It is nine in the morning. I'm going to have yeah. an Oberon at the bar. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was a time. But Love that for you. Yeah. What are you nostalgic for? I'm nostalgic for um, my lunch period and my gym period after I broke my leg and couldn't do gym anymore because I would go to my my English teacher's classroom and I would spend like two hours in her room and I would either do homework or we would talk or we would like practice like speeches or whatever and I love and miss her so much um so shout out to Miss Stromer I love you I miss you thank you for the present you're never gonna hear this um <laughs> But yeah, that's that's what I'm nostalgic for is my English teacher slash speech coach and the time that we spent together. I love that. I love when teachers make an impact. I know that that's like part of the show that we're watching. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But truly, like the ones that stick in your mind and actually also still keep in touch is great. (laughs) No one asked them to. (laughs) Yeah, I was I was going to see her like like two through two years after I graduated high school like I was still seeing her when I was like a sophomore in college I would go visit her and just like hang out in her classroom and talk and stuff um so yeah she's the best and I I miss her I've literally it's been so long since I've seen her and it makes me so sad I miss her so much um so yeah that's what I'm nostalgic for I'm gonna stop talking about it because I'm gonna make myself cry anyways (laughs) episode (laughs) let's get into the episode all right uh Goodness, this is confusing. Um, this is episode thirteen, but fourteen. But for fourteen us, for us. For us. Um, <laughs> for us. Titled "She Loves Me, She Loves Me Not." The episode aired January fourteenth, nineteen ninety four. Uh, so the description is: Eric is brought in as a guest lecturer for high school to Corey's school. Topanga develops a crush on Eric, while Corey thinks she has a crush on him. And there's that. Yeah. I. What do you know about Corey and Topanga? And, like, I know things. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that's just the lovely world of social media or just... Yeah, I mean, it's really... It's, it's first of all, it's almost a 30-year-old show, so it's kind of hard to completely avoid. Also, they made a spinoff about their adult life. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, I know, I but I'm excited to... Much. I'm excited to get there. Like, I don't yeah, know the, all the specifics... Them of everything Mm -hmm. 
and it's it's gonna it's gonna get there. Most of the stuff that I'm most excited for, uh, like around Cory and Topanga, like part of the re- like we're so far from, and I'm just like, ugh, <laughs> I want to get to it. I wish we personally had the time to like do two a week so we could get through them faster. Yeah, but we simply don't. Um, maybe one day. It's okay because the show's gonna go on for longer. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, our show, not that show. Yeah. That show's our over. Show. <laughs> <laughs> the show's been over for nearly twenty-one years. For, for nearly, for almost exactly twenty-one years. But yeah, we'll be here for ever. We'll be here forever. <laughs> We are simply immortal in this podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, um, and when we die, we have uh, nominated someone to take over the podcast for us, uh, just like till death do us part. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> We've not yet discussed this. <laughs> We're gonna get on it. Oh God! All right. Well, you want to get into it? Yeah. <laughs> So the cold open, we are in the classroom. We see Topanga walk in and there's an uh, an origami flower on her desk. She picks it up, walks over to Minkus and asks him if he left it there. He glances up from an origami magazine that he's reading and says, no. (laughs) And just goes back to reading. She says, oh, and like turns around to leave. And he says, actually, it isn't a rose. It's a Camilla. She looks at Camilla, Camellia, and she just like looks at him amused and he's like, in the language of flowers, a white Camellia means perfect loveliness. At least that's what I've read. Which is very cute. You know, I'm I'm proud of Minkus in this episode because it's the first time, at least at the beginning, right? It's the first time that he's actually learning like how to flirt a little bit without being like, Mm -hmm. hey, pretty lady. Yeah. (laughs) Like... I don't know. It's not aggressive. And I appreciate it. And she's actually a little bit more receptive to it. I know that's not how it works out, but you know, (laughs) he's trying and it's nice. He's trying a little bit. Yes. So he says that about perfect loveliness and she says, well, then the person who left this for me must be a sensitive and caring soul. And he gets all like giddy, smiling. and, And we pan over to Corey and Sean who are sitting on their desks and they're like, is it just me or is love blooming among the nerd set? <laughs> and Sean says, the only time I've ever seen it look like that was just before Bambi's mother caught that bullet, which like, Jesus Christ, Sean, what? There was no need. What? There was There's hostile. No need. <laughs> and also, I don't understand what he means by that. Like, like just innocence? I don't, I simply don't understand. Anyway, this is a weird one. Uh, Corey says, what a movie they'd make. And then in an announcer voice, he's like, it's Minkus in love. Watch what happens when 48 pounds of nearsighted geek meets 10 pounds of hair from parallel universe. (laughs) And then they do their patented like, ha, thing where they just yell at each other. (laughs) Whenever they bully someone really well, they're just like, ha. (laughs) But I love the little trademark, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't don't like what they stand for, but (laughs) (laughs) it's cute that they do it. He's also talking really loudly, like Topanga is not sitting directly in front of him, which obviously she overhears. And so she stands up and says to Corey, I think people who judge other people on their outward appearances are shallow and ignorant and will have much to answer for in the next life. Which like, okay, we love standing up to bullies, but also I don't, they just, they they like to do the thing where they just like have to make her weird. Yeah. And it's like, this is, none of this is weird. Like, she's just a person. (laughs) She's a child (laughs) with beliefs. Please, please stop making her like this. She's simply standing up for herself. (laughs) 
Literally. Like, she's she's generally getting bullied, and but, like, she's the weird one. Yeah. Because, like, so Corey just, like, losing... <laughs> I wrote this. Corey losing all perspective he had in that episode where everyone mocked him because of his hair looking weird. Says to her, <laughs> that may be the way it works on Remulac, but here on Earth, you're a nerd, you pay. Which, like, Jesus Christ, Corey. <sighs> I, I, it's so much. It's, it's so the much. 90s. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh, God. That's really all we can say, isn't it? It's the 90s, baby. Anyway, Feeney comes in and starts class, and he says, I trust you all had a good weekend. Corey's like, I sure did. My mom baked brownies, and my dad rented two monster movie videos. And then Sean just says, I sold blood. <laughs> and Corey's like, What? <laughs> That was so funny to me. Like, I could not stop laughing. He was so excited to say that he sold blood. He's 11. Why is he selling blood? Oh, my God. Feeney says they're going to have a guest lecture as the school board thinks that since they're starting seventh grade, it would be beneficial to have an advanced taste of the experience. And enter Eric. He knocks on the door and there's a fun chain of Eric, Corey. Mr. Matthews? Mr. Feeney? It's very fun. It's very fun. I like that they just didn't tell Feeney, like, who it was. Right. <laughs> just said, so like, somebody's coming to your class. It's fine. Someone's going to show up at, at whatever just time. Just expect it at the morning time, I guess. Good luck. Nobody knew. They, they didn't tell Eric whose class he was going to. Like, they were like, go to this room. Good luck. Who put this together? Who coordinated this? <laughs> Nobody with... Uh, organizational skills. They were like, uh, here you go. Here's a quarter of the information you might need for this. You don't have, like, talking points. You have nothing. Mm-hmm. Just He's simply not at all prepared. <laughs> just go Just go tell them stuff. It's fine. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Eric walks over to Feeney, and we get a shot of Topanga looking all moony-eyed at Eric. And uh, Feeney says to him, I thought the school said they were sending over good students. And Eric's like, nah, see, the problem with smart kids is that they all have goals to pursue. I'm just looking to get out of algebra. <laughs> Which, fair. You know, I, I don't I get like it. math. I, I understand. <laughs> Feeney says, lucky me. Proceed. Eric says, hi, kids. I'm Eric. I'm in the 10th grade at John Adams High, the school you'll all be going to next year. And Minka says, at least all of us who pass. Sean's like, hey, Minkus, pass this. And armpit farts at him. But if you look closely at Corey in the moment, you'll notice he's the one making the armpit sound. He's the one who makes the fart noise. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like sitting on a desk with like his hand like half covering his mouth and his face. Like trying to look as like nonchalant as possible. But I watched back. I was like, what's, what is he doing? And uh, he makes a fart noise, so, you know. Interesting. Yeah, have, have a little tidbit. Go back and check that out if you missed it, because it made me laugh. I was like, oh my god, why did they do that? <laughs> they could have just ADR'd a fart noise, but instead Corey just made one with his mouth. Beanie's like, give Mr. Matthews your attention. And Topanga says, Matthews? Like, just like shocked. And Eric's like, yeah, I'm Corey's older brother. I got the good hair. Which is true. Um, <laughs> she just like continues to gaze at him. <laughs> just, Which, like, super, you're like, right. <laughs> You're right about it. Yes, you did. He's got, he's, I think this is a line way later. In the, oh, no, no, no. This happened in the first. It was like easy for you to say, you've got hair that moves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So Topanga's just like starry eyed gazing at Eric. And, and he says, next year you'll be seventh graders or as us upper class. And we'll be calling you phlegm balls. Here's some things you're going to need to know for survival in high school. And Minkus is like, will the exam process be more rigorous? And Eric says, yeah, um, parties are going to be a lot better, too, because you can stay out later. And of course, cool clothes are a must. And he gestures at himself and does a spin, which is wild. And Eric, or Feeney's, 
Feeney says, from that young detention sitter on the go. And it's like, okay. <laughs> he says, you're going to want to know where the parking lot is, too, because that's where the most popular kids hang. And you're going to want to hang with them unless you want to look like a complete nerd. And he just, like, laughs and then makes con- eye contact with Minkus and is like, no offense, Mink. <laughs> and Corey raises his hand. He's like, I have a question. And Eric says, who cares? And Corey's like, this isn't like home, Eric. In here, when I raise my hand, you have to answer. And Eric looks at Mr. Feeney and is like, I do? And Feeney's <laughs> just like, I do too. <laughs> Extremely exasperated. So then um, Corey continues, next year, when you're 16 and driving to school, would you be willing to give a ride to a select few flim balls? Eric turns back to Feeney and says, do I have to? And Feeney says, I wouldn't. And then Eric says to Corey, drop dead. And Corey just like pretends to do that. He falls out of his desk. And it's very fun. It's a fun little moment. And Feeney says to Eric, what do I owe you? And that's the cold open. Kind of a longer one. Mm-hmm. I'm realizing now, as soon as we're stopping this, about how long that actually was. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit. I'll get though. I did like the drop dead. That was a very yeah, good moment. Yeah, it was very fun. <laughs> <laughs> so we go into the first scene. They're at the Matthews house. Um, they're in the kitchen. Topanga is coming by to bring freshly baked brownies that she thought Corey might enjoy. Corey tries to take them from her and he's like, thanks for dropping them off. And she pulls them back and says, I thought we could stay. I thought I could stay and enjoy them with you and walks into the house. Um, Sean is at the table and says, milk's in the fridge, babe, which Jesus Christ. And Topanga puts the brownies down and goes to get the milk while Corey gets glasses. Sean takes a bite and says, not bad. And Topanga starts pouring milk and says, my sister Nebby made them. And Corey says, Nebby? Don't you mean Debbie? Which, it's a name, Corey. Can you not? Like, oh my God. (laughs) She says, no, Nebby. It's short for Nebula. Nebula, stop the warlords. Which, okay. Um, <laughs> fine. Sure. I, I was I was literally just like, it's a name, but stop the war. Can we not? Can we Can we please relax? Can we please relax? That's not. Anyway. Nebula is a great name, though. I do like Nebula a lot as a name. It makes me think of Xenon. Xenon, the girl of the 21st century. Yeah, wow. See, I immediately went to Avengers, uh, Guardians mm, of the Galaxy. Oh. So, also sister named Nebula. <laughs> that's true that's true sponsor us disney plus oh honestly those were two disney properties we just named please sponsor us <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about all right about your properties please please call us um <laughs> Corey says so your parents thought like what linda was already taken and morgan runs downstairs and sees topanga's hair and says hey Cool, great. Topanga's like, you like it? I can put one in your hair if you have some ribbons and a rubber band. And Morgan is very excited. She she turns to the boys and says, you know, I'd like to see more of her and less of him. And points to Sean. <laughs> and they run upstairs together. It's very, very cute. Sean looks at Corey with like a weird grin. And Corey's like, what? And Sean says, comes over with brownies, tries to get in good with your sister. And Corey says, so? And Sean's like, so? Corey and Topanga sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Man, the 90s, baby. Corey's like, no way. Minkus wants her. Sean's like, she's not at Minkus's house with brownies. Corey's like, okay, so what are you saying? Sean says, it all starts somewhere. Minkus gets squishy about Topanga. Topanga gets squishy about you. One day you're solid as a rock, and the next day, squish. Corey says, Topanga does not have a squish on me. And Sean says, she brought you brownies, dude. Ipso facto, love you <laughs> I uh, I don't I don't like how he keeps referring to it as squishy. I'm not. I'm just well, gonna say. <laughs> no, that this is very fun for me because squishes are really big in the Aero Ace community. It's like the platonic version of a crush is a squish. 
So when they were talking squishes, I was like, yes, but also no. <laughs> like, this is, you're so close. Um, if she did, uh, realistically, she might have a squish on Corey and want to be his friend, but she has a crush on Eric, and that is the difference. Um, which I thought was fun. Mm-hmm. I, just made, I was like, squish, yeah. squish. See, I did not know that. Most people don't. Thank you for telling me. It is my duty to share ace arrow knowledge. <laughs> it's not my duty. But I do, you know, I talk about it when I can. Yeah. No, it's great. So Amy walks into the kitchen with a bag of groceries and Eric comes in the back door and she says to him, Eric, your can runneth over. And Eric's like, the garbage again? I just took it out last week. And so he starts to take care of it as Topanga and Morgan come back downstairs. And Morgan says, Mommy, look, Topanga made my hair pretty. And Amy's like, she sure did. And she like looks at the braid. Corey gets up and grabs a tray of brownies and says, yep, brownies braiding. She does it all. But now she has to do it all at home and physically pushes her out the door. She's like, I was hoping I could stay. And Corey says, you can't. We're over the legal hair limit of this room and fully slams the door in her face. Thinks about it, reopens the door, takes the brownies out of her hand and then re-slams the door in her face. Just terrible. <laughs> Simply horrible. This horrible 11-year-old boy. Like, I know they're horrible, but what are what are we even doing? What are we doing, Corey? It shouldn't yeah. be this. It's bad just watching it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it sucks so bad. I can't imagine being her. I feel yeah. bad. Amy's like, that wasn't very polite. Corey says, I can't afford to be polite, Mom. You're polite? Squish. And then Sean, the little instigator that he is, says, I hear a lot of men treat uh, the women they love like that, which sucks. Yeah, not a great one from Sean. (laughs) Oh, that one sucks. That one sucks. Um, But also, (laughs) why are you you making this worse for your friend? Oh, God. This this is like truly the... The the first season is like, oh, I don't... I barely like these kids because they're kids and kids are annoying. Yeah, and I mean, like, they're really obviously playing up the whole the kid stereotype of liking people. Yeah. It's like, you're being mean to them. You must like them. Yeah. It's like, hey, or you don't have to be a complete jerk. <laughs> right. But And that's um, just the worst stereotype to keep perpetuating, but also, it's the 90s. <laughs> so then Eric and Amy look at each other kind of, like, knowingly, and Corey says, I'll kill you, Sean, which, honestly, an appropriate response in that moment. I'd also be very annoyed. <laughs> Eric's like, we got a little girlfriend action going on here, and Sean says yes, at the same time that Corey says no, and then Morgan says, Corey and Topanga sitting in a tree, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, which I <laughs> love... I simply love. Sweet little sister. He doesn't know things. We cut to Eric walking out the back door to take the trash out, and Topanga's, like, lurking off in the background. Didn't like that at all. She was just there. I like her. That was weird. (laughs) Yeah, she's just watching him. Um, And Feeny, uh, he appears at at the back door, at his back door at around the same time. He says, ah, it appears we're off on similar missions. And and Eric's like, how did he, how did your class like the pep talk? And Feeny's like, the class found you amusing and entertaining. And Eric smiles and is like, but you didn't. And Feeny's like, no, I also found you amusing and entertaining. I did not, however, find you informative. (laughs) And Eric's like, everything I told them about parties and clothes is true. And Feeney says, well, maybe, but you didn't tell them the whole truth. And Eric's like, like what? Feeney says, well, up until now, they've been in a small protected environment. And next year, it'll be like moving out of a small town into a big city. And Eric says, it's just a bigger school. And Feeney asks, how easy is it to get drugs? Eric's like, I don't do drugs. He says, but if you wanted to. He says, pretty easy. 
Feeney's like, alcohol? Easier. Cigarettes? Eric says, come on, Mr. Feeney. I didn't want to bring him down with stuff like that. I wanted to give him something to look forward to. He's like, do you consider yourself popular and influential voice in high school? And Eric says, look, Mr. Feeney, I'm no role model. And Feeney's like, yes, but the moment you stepped into that classroom, you became one. And he picks up his trash and he walks away. <laughs> we love Feeney just ending conversations by leaving. <laughs> <laughs> we could all learn something from Feeney. <laughs> He's like, this conversation is over and I don't have to say anything else. I'm done now. Goodbye. <laughs> Eric picks up his trash as well, and then he sees Topanga off in the background, and she flees. And that's the end of that scene. I do love, it's kind of jumping back to the kitchen. I love that mm-hmm. Eric was like, I did this last week in, in terms of the in terms of the garbage, jeez. Yeah. And I think about how often I take out my trash, and I'm only yeah. like one being. One person. <laughs> and they have a whole family. Like, what yeah. do you mean you just took it out last week? Like, take it and out again. And trash can is... Not big. It no. was not big. Trash comes once a week, my dude. <laughs> right, exactly. The fact that you're like, last week, I'm, I'm, yesterday, two days ago would have been like, oh man, that is surprising. But last week, you're lucky it's not overflowing. That's insane. You can tell that I'm an adult when watching this show. <laughs> like, Eric, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Just take out the trash. We don't want it in here. That's all you have to do. <laughs> we call that growth. <laughs> You know what that is? Growth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So we go into the next scene. We're in the cafeteria. Sean and Corey are sitting at their table, and Sean says, this is the worst mac and cheese I've ever tasted. You going to finish yours? And he takes Corey's. Corey calls him a pig, and Sean's like, hey, I'm in a growth spurt. I need fuel. Corey's like, yeah, well, those who sit near you don't like the exhaust fumes. <laughs> and Topanga walks up and Sean says, oh, look, here comes the future Mrs. Corey Matthews. And Corey just puts a comic book over his face. It's oh, just, she'll never know. Where did he she'll go? She'll simply never know. <laughs> like, uh, Topanga apparently doesn't have object permanence. And, like, <laughs> she just disappears. He disappears if she can't see his face. She says hi to them and he says, Corey's not here right now. She says, my sister rented a movie I thought you might be interested in seeing. And he's like, he's gone. You just missed him. She says, Godzilla goes to college. Corey looks over at Sean and Sean says, whoa, that's the one where Godzilla scarfs down UCLA. And I honestly couldn't figure out if this is a real movie or not. I looked it up and I couldn't find anything besides the reference to it in this episode. They're just making stuff up. (laughs) It truly could be fake. I I simply don't know. Corey puts the comic book down and says, when can we borrow it? She says, you can't. It's my sister's tape. She said, I can't let it out of my sight. He's like, okay, what time should we be at your house? She says, our VCR is broken. I have to bring it to your house. He says, all right, 4 p.m. She says, four is good for me. That'll give me time to get home and get ready. Corey's like, get ready? And she says, I mean, get the tape. That's all. Bye. And leaves. (laughs) Sean says, man, she's got a thing for you. (laughs) Which I simply did not understand. Corey says, what do I care? All I want from her is brownies and videos. Gross. Minkus walks up to their table and says to Corey, you maggot, all these years pretending to be my close friend. And Corey's like, close? As in Philadelphia is close to Neptune? And Minkus says, all so you could get to her. Corey's like, her Topanga? I don't think so. And Minkus is like, the whole school is talking about you two. And Corey looks over at Sean and is like, what? He says, I ate a couple brownies. I said I'd watch a video. And Minkus says, aren't you forgetting the trip to Acapulco? Corey looks at Sean and says, what? And Sean shrugs and is like, I embellished. (laughs) Sean. 
Minka's get kind of gets in Corey's face and says, do you really care about her or are you just doing this to humiliate me? Corey says, I give up. Take it, Sean. Sean stands up and says, Minkus, want to play Walnut? And like puts Minkus in kind of a headlock hold. And Minkus says, your bodyguard can't be with you 24 hours a day, Matthews. Be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> and Sean lets him out of the hold and he turns to look at him and says, I've got two words for you. Antiperspirant. And just like walks away, like flips his hair and walks away. Sean says, that's three words. <laughs> My sweet little idiot. Oh, boy. Corey's like, what's going on here? I don't want girls to like me. Why is everything changing? And then Sean notices that Topanga left her binder on the table, and he asks Corey if he wants to trash it, which is unnecessary and rude. Corey's like, nah, she'll probably think it's some type of love code. Why do I have to be so attractive? (laughs) Sean opens the binder and says, oh, look, it's a heart with a name doodled in swirly things. He, He keeps reading. He says, Mrs. Matthews. Mrs. Topanga Matthews, Mrs. Eric Matthews. And Corey starts to say, would you get off my, and then processes what Sean said and looks at the binder and is like, what? Whoa, she has a crush on Eric. What? That's crazy. (laughs) How did we know? (laughs) Oh, man. So we go into the next scene. Corey comes into uh, their room that he shares with Eric. He says, glad I caught you. We need to talk. Eric's like, not now. I'm going to the video arcade. That's that's a throwback. (laughs) video arcade that's how you know it's the 90s that's how you know Corey says play games some other time this is important eric says hey this is important too Corey's like eric somebody's in love with you and eric kind of stops for a second and then he's like oh yeah who <laughs> Corey's like topanga lawrence you know that hair in the front row with a girl attached so focused on her hair like it's not magnificent her hair is incredible it's so long i love it i love her simply outrageous i don't get why they're mean <laughs> they're mean they're mean for no reason I don't get it. I don't. I, yeah. It's just 11-year-old boys are not nice. That's all I'm learning. They're simply not nice. They're barely nice to each other. <laughs> and they're friends. Eric's like, we're talking about a sixth grader? Later. Corey says, I'm telling you, Eric, she loves you. Eric says, she's 11. She's too young to have feelings like that. Corey's like, Minkus is only 11 and he loves her. And Eric says, will you stop saying that word? Nobody loves anybody. I mean, you're babies. You're too young to understand the pain, the agony. The seedy underbelly of love. You're not going to fully understand it until you're 15. Corey's like, like you? And Eric says, well, I understood it at 14, but hey, I was a natural. <laughs> Corey's like, look, Eric, you got to kiss her off. Get her out of your life and mine. Eric says, she's not in my life. And Corey says, she's going to be. And Eric's like, sounds like you're jealous. And Corey says, oh, yeah, that's just what I want. To be Topanga's boyfriend. And then we can name our children Chewbacca and Plankton, which is one of those lines that like was in all the commercials. And so it was one that I very much remembered. And I was like, I know what he's about to say. (laughs) I'm watching it back. Eric says, okay, fine. I'll get rid of her. What do you want me to say? Corey's like, she's coming over in a bit. Tell her that we both think she's scum and that I'm politically incoherent. Why? (laughs) Eric is like, incorrect. And Corey says, there we go. Which I don't even, why, why politically incorrect? Like, why was that a a thing that he wanted her to include? I don't know. I was confused by that. And then also just the fact that he wanted to call her scum. Like, yeah, seems unnecessary. It's really bad. (laughs) Yeah. He's not, he's not a very a nice boy. No. He's not a very nice boy. No. Eric stands up and he's like, 
Okay, I'll let her down easy, but they're usually pretty crushed, so when you hear the doorbell, call someone to pick up the pieces. And heads out of their room. Alan comes in to talk to Corey, and he says, Your mom told me you were having a little confab about a girl. Corey says, Not any normal girl. A totally weird girl. Topanga Lawrence. A thing that I noted is that they say her full name so many times this episode. And it's like, okay. Like, people know who you're talking about if you just say Topanga. I don't know why. (laughs) There's only one. Alec kind of laughs and he's like, I bet most girls seem a little weird to you at that age. And he sits down on the bed and Corey's like, no, you don't understand. I'm not talking, I'm a guy and I don't understand girls. I'm talking really, truly weird. She eats sandwiches made out of brown rice and has a sister named Nebula. I don't, I simply don't know. There's no reason for the hostility. There's literally, there's none. She's been nothing but nice to him. Like, even if she does have a crush on him, why, why the, why the aggression? Why the hostility? (sighs) Alan's like, well, what seems to be the problem between you two? Corey says, no problem. I thought she had a crush on me. She kept hanging around and doing things for me. Alan says, and you liked that? And Corey's like, no, I hated it. But then I found out she really likes Eric. And Alan says, and you were relieved? Corey's like, no. Disappointed? No. Confused? Corey says, see, Dad, you always know. (laughs) (laughs) Alan's like, get used to being confused because girls are going to be rattling your cage for the next 60 years. Corey is extremely alarmed. He says, till I'm 71? And Alan's like, yes, but then you get a break. And he's like, you do? He says, yeah, you die. <laughs> Gets up to leave. <laughs> and we cut to downstairs. Eric is reading a magazine on the couch while he waits, and the doorbell rings. He opens the door. It's Topanga, and he's like, Topanga, right? She just nods, like, fully, like, ah. And he says, have a seat. And she sits down right in the doorway. <laughs> I fully forgot about that until this moment. And then it like came back to me and I lost it. That was so good. <laughs> also, I really like her dress. It's like a little teal lacy number. It's she so always cute. just looks so cute. And she had on, like some nice big uh, like black boots too. Yeah. Like, she, just... she wears like thick chunky combat boots all the time. I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. Just so good. So good. He says, um, yeah, that's an interesting way to go, but I was thinking couch. And she's like, whatever you want. And she gets up off the floor. He asks what she's holding, and she says, movie. And he looks at it, and he's like, oh, Corey's going to love this. He he really loved those brownies you brought over. I mean, you must really like him to do all those nice things for him. And she says, he's very nice in a young kind of way. <laughs> Eric looks up and is like, yeah, that's what's so great because you're young too. <laughs> and she's like, no, no. <laughs> no, I've done my chart. I have a very old soul. And Eric's like, here's a tip for you, Topanga. Not a lot of guys are going to be after your soul. She continues, when you were talking to us in class, you know what I noticed? Your aura was glowing. Eric says, be that as it may, my aura is too old for you to be looking at. She says, I don't understand. He's like, it's because you're not ready to understand. She says, I am ready. And he puts his hand like on her arm and it's like, you're not. And she looks at it, puts her hand over his and leans in to like kiss him, I guess. <laughs> and he puts his whole hand on her face and is like, okay, maybe you are ready. Look, Corey told me about you and he told me you were very smart. She's like, I don't have to be smart. No. Yeah, I really. No, Topanga, no. I was like, don't do that, Topanga. <laughs> no. Oh, he's like, no, you're gonna have to be smart because there's a lot of guys out there that won't take Aura for an answer. And she says, what do you mean? He says, I mean, you've known me for like five minutes and you think you like me because you thought I was cute and who could blame you? But a real relationship is based on more than just looks. And if you're old enough to have these feelings that you should know that. The doorbell rings and she says, you are so wise. He's like, yes, I am. 
and he gets up to answer the door, he continues that wisdom comes from knowing that if you have a relationship based on looks, it's stupid and superficial. <laughs> and he opens the door, and it's a pretty girl, and he says, hi, or she says, hi, I'm Topanga's sister, and Eric's like, hi, I'm stupid and superficial, <laughs> and puts his hand out to shake hers. Which is another one of those lines that I just, like, very vividly remember. It's weird, because I've said this a million times. This season does not, like, register with me all that often, because it's the one I've lost watched the least. But there are, like, very single moments where I'm like, I remember this thing. <laughs> I remember. Uh, he puts his hand out to shake hers, and she's like, Corey called and said Topanga wasn't feeling well. Wanted to come home? And Eric grabs Nebula's hand and, like, brings her over to the couch. She says, no, she's feeling fine. Nobody has to go anywhere. I mean, just look at her. And Topanga stands up. She looks very sad. And she says, I think I'd like to go home. And Corey runs down the stairs yelling, is she gone? You jerk! Sees Nebula <laughs> and says, oh, no, more hair. They really made him the worst in this show. Like, like, like again, he's the main character and he's, like, learning. But, like, he's, he's, oh, he's so, he's so, he's the worst. <laughs> I just, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Topanga looks at Eric and then just, like, looks down and walks out at the front door silently. And we cut to Corey looking extremely confused, which, why are you confused? You were just very rude to mm-hmm. her. And then Nebula, as she gives Eric a small smile and follows Topanga out, shutting the door behind her. And that ends the scene. And also, that's a series wrap on Nebula, because Topanga's yeah, only child after this is what I am told me. She is, she is, she is. I totally forgot about that until you said it. But yeah, we she we never see her again. Yeah. She simply doesn't have a sister again. <laughs> Wild. What did you what did you think of this whole scene? Of this mo of, mostly of the moment between Eric and Topanga. Because, uh, not the moment, but, like, the conversation they had. I'm curious. Um, I mean, I I did appreciate when he's just talking about looks and how, like, if you if you do want a real relationship, like, it's not all about looks. I do think it's a little bit against his character <laughs> because It he, is a million percent um, against his character. He, uh, which he proved a second <laughs> like later. immediately afterwards. Um, yeah. So I thought, like, that message was good. I... Was really upset, actually, when, like, Topanga just kind of dropped everything. Like, they make her out to be, like, this really strong character, and then all of a sudden in one episode, they're like, ha let's go back on that character development. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was nice, um, but, yeah. I, I hate Corey. <laughs> like, yeah, he's I the worst. I hate how he treats people sometimes. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, you're right. That's him learning, but, like... Yeah, he he's significantly more likable after this season. Yeah, like he's still a kid; he's still learning, but he just like progressively becomes a, a more likable character, which is nice. Which is also, I guess, like how life works. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. You. Yeah. I I wouldn't want somebody to make a show about eleven year old me. I was also not very nice. No. So I get it, but also. <laughs> but also, it's rough not. to watch. It's rough to watch. So we go into this next scene. Feeney is reading a poetry book and Corey's getting very into it. Uh, just like, <laughs> literally like yelling. I don't know. Eric shows up again at the door and asks Mr. Feeney if he could speak to the class. And we get a shot of Topanga looking like down and embarrassed. And it makes me so sad because I love her and I just want her to be happy. Mm-hmm. Eric addresses the whole class. He says, a couple days ago, I pretty much covered the big high school picture, but I left out one little tiny detail. <laughs> You've all known each other. One little tiny one detail that's going to define the rest of your life. <laughs> a single small 
minuscule detail. You've all known each other since kindergarten, but next year there's going to be more kids from different schools making up your seventh grade class, and you're not going to know all those kids. A lot of them are going to think differently than you. And Minkus is like, what do you mean? And Eric says, well, do you smoke cigarettes? Minkus is like, no. Eric says, a lot of kids at your new school will. They're going to try and pressure you into it, tell you how cool it is to smoke. You want to be cool, don't you? And Minkus says, more than you could ever know. (laughs) Eric's like, maybe you'll smoke. Minkus says, I don't think so. Eric asks him, why not? And Minkus quotes a medical journal that lists all the negative effects smoking has on your body. Very Minkus-like of him. And Eric says, well, what if she thought it was cool? And points at Topanga. He says, would you smoke then? And Minkus immediately is like, in a heartbeat. (laughs) Which is so sad. Eric says, welcome to the world of peer pressure. And to Topanga, he says, he smokes. Do you think that's cool? And she says, I think anyone who smokes is a disgusting pig. And Minkus throws his hands in the air and says, I'm trying to quit. Which is extremely good for me. And Eric says, it's not that easy, Minkus. There's all kinds of pressure. I mean, what about alcohol? Minkus says, can you use somebody else as an example, please? I thought that was so cute. He was like, please leave me alone. I can't keep doing this. And Eric's like, okay, sure. And he turns to Corey. He says, what about alcohol? He points to Sean and says, what about drugs? Corey's like, hey, calm down, Eric. We're not into that stuff. All we like is baseball and comic books. Eric's like, that's what you like now, but that's going to change. Just like you're changing schools. Just like you're feeling a lot of new stuff inside you, you don't understand. Corey says, how do you know? Eric says, because you're growing up. And then he looks directly at Topanga and he says some of you have already started which is like nice but also like (laughs) please stop making this girl feel worse she's already so embarrassed and sad (laughs) please we go to the cafeteria and Minkus is ripping the petals off his paper flowers and saying she loves me she loves me not he looks at the stub and says this is absurd this isn't rational or logical at all and then he picks up his last flower and keeps petal ripping and Corey and Sean are watching him and Sean says a love bomb has blown his head off. Corey says, this is big. This love thing could kill us if we let it. You and I have to make a deal right now. Let everyone else go nuts. And, Sh- and Sean says, we stay the same. Corey finishes forever and they shake on it. And while they're still holding hands, a cute girl walks up to their table and says, excuse me, I'm new here. How do I get to the principal's office? Sean is looking all moony eyed at her. And then he looks at Corey and Corey says, we have a deal. Sean <laughs> looks back at the girl and back at Corey. Corey increasingly panicked, puts his other hand on Sean, still in the handshake and says, we have a deal. And Sean looks back at the girl and says, the principal's office? I've been there a million times. I know exactly where it is. I'll take you. And goes to get up. Corey is still holding on to Sean's hand and the table. And Sean like pulls him and the table drags. Corey nearly falls out of his chair, all while saying, we have a deal over and over again. It's a very fun visual gag that if you only listen to our podcast and don't watch the episode, I think you should go back and watch. It's one of my favorite moments. And that is the end of the episode proper. Yay. Yay. Uh, we go into the end credits. Minkus is talking to the boys in French. Corey says, Monsieur Minkus, if we could understand what you were saying, we wouldn't need your help to study for the French test. Minkus is like, pardon. I will speak in English, you will answer in French. And he gives the boys some English words that they say wrong in French, and he corrects them. Um, the frog, uh, Sean says, look, green oil. And <laughs> Rubigas connects him to, corrects him to la grand oui. And Sean's like, there's ten letters here, and you're only using five of them. And Minkus <laughs> explains the pronunciation of the words. It says it's very simple. And Corey says, you know, Minkus, you know what's simple? Frog. 
Sean's like, why can't the French just speak English like normal people? Oh, God. Uh, so oh, many things God. wrong with this little scene. Yeah. Um, but also, I love that Minkus knows French so well because having taken French, that warmed my heart about Aww. the fact that he's into French. Um, <laughs> that was nice. But... Uh, they're trying to say that English is the easiest, and it's oh my very God. much not. English it is, is so the stupid. Hardest. <laughs> it's so convoluted and fake. It's really terrible. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's like that. It's it's the American way of like everyone should speak English yeah. when like the majority of the world also does speak English on yes. top of their language. Yeah, it's they like, have two hey, languages. Don't even try this argument. I know that you're 11, but like, <laughs> but also you're wrong. You are wrong, and you need to wrong. know. <laughs> Eric walks in during this moment and says, "Who cares how the French talk? I like how they kiss." Minkus is like, "Wait, they kiss differently too." Eric says, let me put it this way, boys. The tongue is not silent. I involuntarily <laughs> said gross because that's the worst possible way to describe French kissing. And then the boys followed suit and all yell, ew. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, I didn't know where he was going with that with like, let me put it to you this way. Oh, I was man. like, what What way, Eric? It was so, <laughs> You're going to was... say something that I'm not going to be okay with. <laughs> That I'm simply uncomfortable by. Thank you so much. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. What was the lesson, Sid? One of the, I mean, one of the big ones I got from it was, like, kids are kind of like sponges and also just mm. learn by example, yeah. um, whether we want them to or not. So that, you know, all tied into Feeny being like, no, 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 they're still learning, even when you <laughs> when you don't expect them to. Yeah. Um, but also, peer pressure is bad, and you shouldn't change just to I don't know, please others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which happened multiple times, or like almost happened multiple times in this episode. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I honestly did really love Eric's thing about real relationships, not just based on looks, because mm-hmm. it's just nice. To hear nice. A fifteen-year-old kind of douchebag just too um even though he he does but that's not very much his character but it was just nice to hear but yeah i also didn't like (laughs) how i mean it's the theme of how we were saying earlier like the gender stereotype or like with the whole kids mentality of like if you're mean to somebody like that means that you like them yeah and i didn't appreciate how both of the parents just like kind of let that slide yeah it was like repeated bullying and they were just like oh that's cute and i love I love Amy and Alan. But we, I was lo- like, we love Amy and Alan here. You've heard us say it, but I also was not a fan of that moment. Yeah, that was just bad. And like, as someone who, I don't know, definitely like was an outcast because of like switching schools also, mm. or just like being a little strange in like middle school, like even going into high school, I was like, mm, I don't like this. <laughs> not a fan. Um, not a fan. <laughs> that's, those are my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't have too much to add. The, the, I spoke a lot about how I was feeling in the moment for these for yeah. these things. But um, yeah, you're absolutely right. I wish that they had addressed that. Mostly the the being mean to people you like thing. Because it, 
it's like it's not true. <laughs> so bad and also not true and like leads to a pattern of abusing women that is like so horrific. like oh well he that just means he really cares about me and it's like oh no no that's not what that means please god no fortunately nobody was saying it to Topanga and like she was not even really concerned that much with Corey because she had a crush on Eric but like imagine if she did in that moment <laughs> it would just it's so bad but yeah that was episode 14 13 <laughs> Numbers are weird. Honestly, <laughs> everything's fake, so don't even worry about what episode this is. <laughs> I just can't believe Disney didn't put it in the right order. Yeah, like, why like, Why did they do that? For who, who made that choice? Who made the choice? <laughs> because it had to go through levels of approval. They didn't just throw it on Disney+. Plus. Like, people had to be like, yes, this looks right. And it wasn't. It was wrong. Why did they do it? Yeah. I guess I had a little bit more faith in Disney doing it. I know that when I'm watching Netflix, sometimes mm-hmm. um, there won't be like all of the episodes of a show and all of the numbers are wrong. But I thought <laughs> Disney would be good with it. You know, yeah, <laughs> I don't know you would why. Think. I don't know. I mean, the Disney Plus app is kind of a mess in general. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really fun to use. And also, anytime I'm watching stuff on it, I have to turn my volume up egregiously loud for some reason. Hmm. It's only a Disney Plus thing, and I simply don't know why. Interesting. Anyway, <laughs> that's this is the end of the podcast now. <laughs> Wel- welcome to the end of the podcast. It's always rough from here. <laughs> yeah, it's always just, con- we don't know what we're doing still. One day we'll figure it out. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Lost Years Pod. Uh, we post memes, we post about when the show's coming out, and sometimes we'll post questions about what you are nostalgic for. And if you tweet at us, we might read it on the show. Such as Colin M. Parker tweeting, The Lost Years has me nostalgic for concerts again. The first time I see Blink-182 in concert again, I'll probably sob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> An extreme mood. An extreme mood. Oh, do you see the time that we're recording this, the Jonas Brothers announced that they're yeah. going on tour. I did see that. <laughs> and I'm like, I was like Ooh. who am I going to go with? I don't... I, I, mm. There are two shows happening in Nashville, so if you feel like Honestly, coming to Nashville... I might... I was like, I don't know who to go with because I don't, I don't, like my friends up here, I don't know which one of my friends, uh, I went with my childhood best friend and my cousin last time and my cousin's like, they're going to St. Louis. I don't need to come to you. And I was like, that's fair. Um, <laughs> so honestly, might hit you up, might come to Nashville, might see the Jones Fellas. That sounds really fun. That sounds really fun. That sounds fun, right? Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm nostalgic for that. I'm nostalgic Thanks, for Colin. the Jones Fellas. <laughs> Anyway, you can also email us what you're nostalgic about. You can find us at thelostyearspod at gmail.com. And yeah, that's another way to, to talk to us. Tell us what you like about the show. Um, also, please leave us a review on iTunes and rate five stars. It really helps us out, helps people find the show. And yeah, um, special thanks to the Scavengers Network for being our new podcast home. Uh, you can check us, you can check out other great shows on scavengersnetwork.com, like Thanks for the Lyrics and Blink and You'll Miss It, both music based shows, one about Fall Out Boy lyrics, one about Blink 182. Uh, so that's very fun. And yeah, if you if you like our show uh, and any of the shows on the Scavengers Network, please consider backing us at patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. For $2 a month, you can get access to all of the bonus content that's available. And every donor, every donation helps. Me and Sid are currently brainstorming what we're going to do for a bonus episode for the Patreon. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> once, once that exists, we will absolutely let you know. But yeah, we're very excited. And I think that that's it. Do you I'll have s- anything? 
Yeah, well, special thanks to Tay for our intro and outro music. Oh, thanks. Oh, if you want to find us individually, our socials are in our handles, our social media handles, but also if you want to come hang out with me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash it's It's a very fun time. T-A-Y-Y-C-R-O is how you spell that. And I love being there. It's my favorite place on the internet right now. So come hang out. It'll be cool. You have anything else? I don't think so. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, until next time. You're Tay. You're Sid. Just like it's always been. What else do you need to know? The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to SideCharacterQuest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. (laughs) 